Picking up with the new parak, the fifth parak, on the last line of Lamed Amud Beis. We have a Machlokas Beis Shaman Beis Hillel. We'll uh, figure out the parameters of the Machlokas, but on a very, um, I guess, basic or superficial level, Beis Shammai, who we boxed over here, and the first word on the next Amud is Beis Hillel, we box them. The Beis Shammai Aymrim, Hektesh Taus, I underline Hektesh Taus, with an extra underline under the Taus, um, hektish, making something hektish, sanctified with uh, some sort of mistake or lack of clarity or we weren't sure involved, is still going to be hektish. Whereas the base Hillel, who we boxed, they say, ain't hektish, it will not be hektish. Okay, so basically if somebody is, I guess, maktish something and there's some sort of lack of clarity or mistake involved, the base would say, yeah, hektish goes through and base would say no. Ketzad, now the mission itself gives three um, examples. Here's the first. Um, by the way, this is connected to uh, Nazir because as the uh, Perak progresses, we'll, we'll bring this into the realm of uh, Nazirus Betaus. So, Lamed Aleph, Amud Aleph on the first line, Kate said, Amar, if the person says, quote, here's a one line of what a person could declare. Shor Shachor Sheyotsami Besi Rishain Harehu Hektesh. The black Ox that walks out of my house first is hectish. Now, first, sounds like there might be other ones. Are there just black ones or are there also white and red ones? It's not clear. And what happens? The first one to walk out, Vyotse, is a lavan, a white uh, ox. Hmm. Well, Apparently, that's an example of a case of hektish betaus, and therefore Beishamay underlined Imrim hektish. That would be hektish. Now, which one would be hektish? Is it the Lavan one that just walked out be hektish? Or maybe hektish is referring to the next one or the next one, if that's the black one that walks out, but something is hektish. Whereas Beis Hillel, we had on the Beis Hillel, they say, Eino hektish. But there's no hektish here. Um, everyone uh, seems to agree that the first one to walk out was not a black one, but a white one. Okay, next case, comma. Um, person wants to dedicate a coin. He makes the following statement, declaration, one line. Dinar Zahav, Shialabiyadi Risha in Haray, who hektish. The uh, golden coin, golden dinner that will um, that can reach into this bag, the one that comes out, uh, the first one that I pick out, um, is going to be hektish. And he picks one out from the bag, Va'ala Shilkesef. And then a silver one is picked out. Okay, uh Seems like there were at least one silver one and I guess at least one gold one. Um, but he had said gold. So what do we say? Seems like this is a case of hektish betaus. Same machlokus. Beishamay will underline I mean, that it would be hektish, that uh, something would be hektish there. And base, that's Beishamay. Beishilu, we underline I mean, ain't no hektish, would not be hektish. Did not fulfill his uh, statement. Third uh, example. The guy says, again, it takes just over a line. She goes down, there's a bunch of uh, barrels. He says, the uh, barrel of wine that I uh, take, uh, and he mentions the first one, um, behold, it'll be hectic. And then he takes the barrel and uh, checks it, and oh my goodness, there's uh, oil uh, in that barrel. Something's hectic, maybe the oil one, maybe the... The next one he pulls out, if that's wine or whichever one is wine, and Basila we underline a no hektish. Okay, that is the Mishnah. The Gemara quotes the Mishnah, um, Beishamayim hektish, etc. 
The main thing we're going to try to figure out is uh, here, what is Shittas Beishamai and how, how exactly does it work? What are the mechanics of it? That a hectish betos will work and that item will be hectish. So my taimayu, what's the reasoning of the uh, the house of Shamai, of Beishamai, underline Beishamai? And I put a Roman numeral one in the margin here. We're going to have three approaches to answer this. Uh, this is the first. Approximately eight lines later, last word on the line is lekach. I put a Roman numeral two in the margin there. And if we flip over to Ahmed Bey's, let's see, two, four, six, seven lines down. First word on the line is betaus. I put a Roman numeral three in the margin. Uh, the Gemara is going to present us with three approaches. Three approaches to what? What's the reason of Bey Shammai? Bey Shammai says hektesh betaus is hektesh. What's the mechanics and how and what is that and how does it work? So here's the first approach. Dielfinan, apparently uh, we learn... Tchilas uh, hektesh mi sof hektesh. Tchilas hektesh is you have an item; it's not kind of it's just regular chol, and and you declare it to be hektesh. That's what we're talking about over here. We're going to learn the rules and the boundaries of that from sof hektesh, from something that is already hektesh, and maybe uh, you want to transfer that hektesh to something else. So, what do we say about? Sofectish. Now, the typical case of sofectish, something that's already kadosh, transferring that to another item, that's usually known as temura. You are exchanging. You want to exchange the kadusha of one thing for another thing. Maybe the original thing will keep its kadusha. Maybe the kadusha won't go over at all. Maybe it will go over and both be kadosh. Maybe just the second item will be kadosh. But here's the limud colon mat temura. Just like in the case of temura exchanging a holy item, uh, some other item. That actually works even if there's a um, mistake involved in it. Comma, then hectish, excuse me. So too, when you originally matish an item, even betos says Beis Shammai that it will work. The Beis Hillel, who said hectish toes, doesn't work, doesn't make it hectish. Beis Hillel, I remember my on the Beis Hillel. They would tell you like this. Well, one second. You want to bring a precedent from Tamura? Tamura, you're starting with an item that is already Kaddish and you want it to spread. That's something different than something which was totally Chayil and now you want to bring Kedusha onto it in the first place. So Basil Imrim, Hani Mili, that Betos, something will work, is Tamura. When you're exchanging or trying to add something that's already Kaddish onto something else. Aval achuti hektish, to have hektish come in the first place down to something where there's nothing else that's hektish, and you, that has a taus involved in it, says Basilal, lo machtinan. That, it will not, literally, it won't come down. In other words, the item won't become hektish. And thus, Basilal's opinion, hektish betaus is not going to be hektish. One has a question. Ula beishamai, squiggle underline the beishamai. One second here. The way beishamai is explaining it, it uh, is a bit problematic. Why? If a person says, let's say a Tamura, and he wants to, uh, any item he wants to take the Kedusha of it and have something else take its place. And he declares, uh, quote, Let's say he has a sheep and it's a uh, Korban. He declares a Korbanola and he wants to make this other sheep a Korbanola. And he says this other sheep, Arezu, is going to be in the place of the first one. At noon. By the way, it's nine in the morning, so it's like three hours away. Me, Havya, Tzmura, Mehahi, Shata. Is there anyone who would say that the second item 
the Tmura is affected at that time at 9? No. 10 a.m.? No. 11 a.m.? No. When it gets to noon, which is what he had said, that's when it's going to become Kadosh. Only once midday, we'll call it noon, has arrived. That's when the Tmura takes effect. Hachanami lechi megalia milsif. The guy said like a black shore that comes out and the white shore comes out. Well, it's not kadoshet. It's only when the issue becomes revealed when it happens, like maybe when a black one walks out. But maybe since it said first, it won't work. That's a question on Beishama, which leads us to the second approach of understanding Beishama. brought to us by Rapapa. Amar of Papa. I circled Rapapa. Rapapa is explaining the case. Lekach ne'emar. Rishon, I put Rishon in quotation marks. Uh, well, um, that's why the person used the term. Remember, in the uh, uh, Mishnah, in the second line, he had said, Shor Shachar, Shiatsumi Basi, Rishon, Hareyu Hektish. He said the word Rishon, Lekesheyatsa Rishon. In other words, he was saying, When the first of my black shores walks out, that's why he said Rishon. Now, almost parenthetically, the Gemara asks a question. Well, that sort of implies that he was referring to like a number of oxen uh, that he had that were black, but he uses a singular term. Vehare or Veha Shor Shachor Kamar. That's singular. In which case, if it's singular, Milo Yaskinan, Delaysle Elahai, should we not say the case is that he only has this one? In other words, only one black shore? Says the Gemara, no. Lo, rather tzricha, the case is the islay train tlasa. He has uh, two or three uh, black shvarim. That's the end of the uh, brackets, end of the parenthetical quote. That would be the understanding of Beishamai, Ubeis Hillel, Imrim. They would respond to that, that no, when the person said, Shor Shachor Shasmi Beisi, Rishain, what he should have said, if that's what he really meant, was Imkain Shiatsa Be Rishain. I double underline the bays. Mibayale is what he should have said. Shiatsa Be Rishain would imply there's a number of black oxen, and he wants the first of the black oxen that walks out to be Kadosh. And if a white one walks out first, okay, but whichever is the first black one, and it didn't say that, and therefore it wouldn't be Kadosh. Amalei Ravami Barnish, I circled Ravami Barnish, he says to Ravashi, and I uh, underline Ravashi's name, the following. Hi, Hektish Betosu. The way Rav Papa is explaining it is there's no toes involved. Um, he said the first black one that comes out, and we're saying it's the first black one that comes out. So, the question then is, is this high? This is hektish betausu, question mark, comma, hektish bekavanahu. This, this is, that's what he wanted it to be. So the Gemara explains the reason why we're referring, this is the case we're referring to as hektish tos, hachanami, indeed it's so, elamishum da'ata'aye ledibure, comma. The reason why it's called tos, not like it's an outright mistake the way we were explaining it now, rather da'ata'aye ledibure, he bit uh, tricky was the language that he used. Da'atayla dibure, you can actually see inside in the rush, uh, in my edition, it's uh, five lines underneath where the rush is, dibure maschiller. There's two words in the rush, da'atayla dibure, shidibure, ena mashma kolkach 
lehedya. What he said doesn't actually imply like clearly and absolutely what he meant. Kimo shebeishamim efarshim, I say. Ulehachi, and that's why Karule referred to it as a uh, case of hektesh betoz. Kaloimar, I squiggle underline the kaloimar in the rush. Hektesh shedaimaktsas letoz. It's kind of got some sort of mistake. Now, there's not really a mistake. It's just a lack of like clarity. So the Beishami opinion would be that we understand, we, 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 we explain that which he was saying and say that it's not a Taos and therefore it would be Kadosh. So what we're saying then is the reason why Beishami says it's Kadosh because it wasn't really a Taos. Does that seem to imply that Beishami holds that Hektish Betos, if it really was Hektish Betos, it wouldn't be Hektish. Visavri Beishamai, Hektish Betos, Lohave Hektish, question mark, comma. And the word Savri, I put a triangle, it's the first of two, and then uh, not the last line, but the line above that, the second word is also a Savri, I put a triangle on that. So the Gemara's going to have a few questions. Really? Beishamai holds Hektish Betos, is not good Hektish? Uh, here's the first. If that's not, we have a uh, quote of a Mishnah from actually uh, uh, Friday's. Uh, it goes for four lines, and um, here it is. Misha, Nadar ben Nazir, a guy who made an editor to become a Nazir. Venishal Chachamim, and he uh, went to the rabbis, and he was Shayel on his uh, Nazirus. Vehitiroi, and they were Matir him. Let's say he already had an animal that he had separated out because, you know, when a person is a Nazir, he can't do things too early, and he separated out that animal for when it was a Nazir. So what happens to it? So you just put it back into the flock and everything's fine. It has no Kedusha to it. Kama. Amru the Beis Hillel to the Beis Shammai. I box the Beis Hillel and I box the Beis Shammai. The Beis Hillels say to the Beis Shammais. And now, obviously, when you're speaking to somebody, usually you're speaking to them, you have your opinion and they have their opinion. So the Beis Hillel say to the Beis Shammai, would you not, would y'all not agree? Shehektesh Betosu, that this is a case of hektish betos, and we see the psak in the uh, couple lines ago that the animal goes right back into uh, the regular flock. Like it seems like uh, there's a uh, hektish betos doesn't work. Now, why would the Beis Hillel saying that to the Beis Shammai? That's the end of the quote of the snake source connector. Michal de Savri, the Beis Shammai, it must be the implication of this clearly is that the Beis Shammai hold hektish betos. Have a hektish, that in general, if we have a hektish betel's case, it would be hektish. That seems to clearly imply that Beishamai, from the way Beish Hillel spoke to them, is of the opinion that hektish betel's is hektish. The Gemara rejects us and says, uh, nope, that's not what was going on. Sometimes when you're speaking to someone, you understand the other side's opinion. Sometimes you're speaking to them and you don't really understand the other side's opinion. And that's what happens here. Ella, it was the base Hillels who decato. They made a mistake in what it was the Beishamais actually held. They figured, Savri Tamay, that the reasoning of the Beishamais is because of Mishum de Hektish Betel, Savi Hektish. Kama. No, no, no. The Amri Lahon, the Beishamais, the Beishamais say back to the Beis Hillels the following. Love Mishum Hektish Betelosu. No, no, that's not the reason. Ella Mishum, as we um, ended uh, up above, Da Ataye Ladibure Kama. What's going on here is that the first statement, it wasn't like an outright toes. It was a little bit uh, difficult to understand, a little bit tricky the way he was saying it. But Hektish Betelos, no. According to Beishamai, it would not be Hektish. Really? The Gemara persists and asks again, Visavri, 
We have a triangle on the Savri. The Savri, the Beisham, is the Hekshah Patel, says, not Hektesh, question mark, comma, Tashma. We have a Tanaic source. And it starts here, and it goes until the fifth line on Amud Beis. And uh, it's going to be somebody uh, declaring uh, Nazirus based on something that seemingly is uh, mistaken. Let's say you have Hayu Mahalchen Baderech. You've got uh, six people walking along the road. You have uh, Al, Bob, Carl, Dave, Eddie, and Frank. Um, in that order, because of their names, A, B, C, D, E, F, that's the first letter of each name. Okay, and then these six fellows, off in the distance, they see somebody coming towards them. The Amar, Echad, and one of the fellows, let's call him Al, the first guy says, uh, you know what, Harini Nazar Shazeploini. Behold, I'm a Nazar, that that is definitely Shlaimi. Now he looks and he thinks it's Shlaimi. The second guy, Bob, pipes up and Vamar Vechadamar, he says, quote, Harini Nazar Shane's a ploini. Oh, behold, I'm a Nazar that that's not Shlaimi. Okay? Uh, Carl speaks out now and he says, Harini Nazar She'echad Mikem Nazir. He says that, uh, behold, I'm a Nazar that one of you, in other words, either Al or Bob is a Nazar. That's his declaration. Then the fourth guy pipes up and he says, uh, also, Harini Nazar, She'ein echad mikem Nazar. I'm a Nazar that neither of you, like uh, not uh, Al and not Bob, is uh, a Nazar. And then the fifth guy pipes up and he says, uh, Behold, I'm a Nazar, She'shneichem Nazirim. Uh, Behold, I'm a Nazar that both you, the first two, in other words, Al and Bob, are Nazirim. And finally... Uh, let's see who we left with. We had Al, we had Bob, Carl, Dave, Eddie, and Frank. Frank's the last guy. He says he's a Nazir. Shekulchem Nazirim. That you're all Nazirim. Okay, quite interesting uh, six characters here. What does uh, Beishamai say? Beishamai, who we boxed Aimrim. Kulam Nazirim. Okay, all of them are Nazirim? Clearly, there's cases of Hectish without right toes over here. Uh, connector notes the Gemara Vahahacha in this case. Hektish Betosu. That's yeah, some of these cases you can't get more clear of Hektish Betos, yet Vikatani, it says clearly that Beishamai's opinion is Kulam Nazirim. That certainly sounds like Beishamai holds that Hektish Betos is Hektish. Answers the Gemara, Amri, we answer that actually that's correct. Savri, Beishamai, the Beishamai do hold Hektish Betos, Have Hektish, and they know it. We'll go with the gears of the, um, uh, the Bach here. Mehacha from the Tanaic source we just quoted with the six guys, each one making their declaration. Kama mehahi, and then we pick up with the word lo, lo. However, from where we were trying to prove it, we were unable to prove it. In other words, from our Mishnah, we were unable to prove it. But from that case, we are able to definitely prove it that the Beishama is hold hektish is indeed hektish. Period. Abaye, who we had circled and called the number three. Now, what would Abaye be coming to do? The original question in the uh, Gemara was, what's the reasoning of Beishamai? We had a Mishnah. The Mishnah said, Beishamai says, Hektish Betels is Hektish. And uh, we had one approach that was rejected. Then we had Rav Papa. Now we have a third approach. Abaye Amar, lo kasalka daitech tekayim bitzafra. Remember, the uh, way we had explained it up till now is uh, the guy is making a declaration that in the future, like uh, in an hour from now, the shore shachar that leaves the house first, he is uh, hektish. That's not the case. What's is the case? He's actually uh, in the afternoon, like all of the oxen have already left the house. 
Oh, Amar, and he says, quote, Shor Shachor, Sheyotza Mi Beisi Rishain, Lehavi Hektish. Okay, Shor Shachor Sheyotza. Not that will, but past tense that did. The uh, black ox that left my house, like earlier this morning first, that's the one that's Hektish. And they say, like, I don't know, the other workers, they say to their uh, boss, whoever it was who made this declaration, and they say, uh, uh, just want to let you know, Lavan Nafak. Oh, the first one out uh, this morning was a white one. And he responds back to them, Oh, uh, if I would have known, De Lavan Nafak, that it was a white one that uh, walked out first, Lo Amri. Shachor. I would not have said the dark one that walked out first. Rather, I would have said the white one. And that's clearly a case where his declaration was a toa. He made a mistake in hektish. And that's why his hektish is a good hektish. And the white one, the white one is going to be kadosh. Okay. Ask the Gemara, can you really say that's the case? Umi matzis amris dekaim be. Tihara Asik, that the case is where it's like the afternoon and it's like already the day after they left all these uh, oxen from the house. Vahakatani, keep reading. The Mishnah had three cases. The other case, which had to do with a coin, the Lushan that the fellow used was Dino Shalzav Sheya'ale. That's the golden coin that will, that's like future tense, that will, that I'll pick out first. So the Gemara uh, says not such a big problem. Tzni, understand it or teach it as she'alah. Make it a past tense word. Take that little yud out and make it not that he's saying something that will happen in the future, but rather referring to something in the past. Uh, okay, uh, well, what about this? The Mishnah continued and had a third example, which the guy said, uh, four words at right angles. Chavis shel yayin she'ta'ale. And ta'ale is Future tense, which sounds again like he's standing now and talking about something that will happen in the future. Once again, the Gemara says, Tzni, understand that word ta'ala as she'alsa. Either understand it that way or teach it that way, but the kavan of the Mishnah is it's something that happened previously. Period. That's the uh, end of the uh, third opinion of Abaye. However, Amar of Chista, not of Chista, we might bring back Abaye in and question a little bit of the way he explained things, says uh, Rav Chista, just in general. If you have a bunch of uh, bulls, that's a bunch of bulls. You have a bunch of bulls, and uh, they're mostly white ones, and there's a black one there. Uchma bechivra, a a black one with a bunch of white ones. Lakya, it will actually depreciate the value of all of them because when you compare a uh, dark one to a white one, it's uh, it's it's weaker. Maybe it's leaner. Uh, basically, white ones are better. The next three words are. Uh, preferably taken out by the Bach. Okay, the Gemara asks a question. Tanan. Now this question that we're going to ask on Rav Chista, it's going to be going, uh, we'll say it's, uh, you know, according to the way Abaye explained things about 10 lines ago. Our Mishnah said, uh, the first case in our Mishnah, put right angles in, it's referring to the Shor, Shachar, Shiatsumi, Beisi, Rishain, Hektish. That's the end of the quote of the Mishnah. That's the statement the person made. Now, Kasalka daitach, the Havamina going into this question is that Kimaktish, in general, the typical person, when they're Maktish something, if what they said was absolutely clear, fine. But if there's any lack of clarity, the assumption is Kimaktish be'ayin ra'a Maktish. A person is definitely more 
with a stingy attitude towards things when he's mucked or something. Therefore, if you don't know, go with the, the cheaper one, the lesser one. Uh, that's what we mean. Okay. So if we understand that when a person mucked or something, it's buying raw maktish, the Amri base Shammai, according to the way Abaye explained things, when the Mishnah said that it would be a hektish, what's base Shammai saying? That it's the white one. The Amri base Shammai, have a hektish, the white one will be hektish. Huh. Now, uh, the white one is the better one. But shouldn't we understand what the guy is saying is he meant the black one? Because uh, Rav Chista told us black ones amongst white ones are uh, depreciating. In other words, black ones are worse. That's the Gemara's question. So instead of answering the question, we ask another question and say, well, am I? so then what do you want to conclude from here? That it must be buying Yafa Maktish? When a person's Maktish something, it's with a generous um, intention. In other words, if there's a few ways to understand what he said, we, we look at it as the more expensive way, the more generous way. Well, then what do you do with the Mishnah? Keep reading the Mishnah. Another case, uh, right angles for about a line and a half with the coin. When the guy said, quote, dinar shel zav, yala rishain, the golden coin, that will or that did, that uh, picked out first, va'ala kesef, and a silver one comes out, beishamay arim hektish. Apparently, the beishamay say hektish is going on the silver one. Okay, and, and now, is the silver one, silver one's worth less. So how could you say that uh, he meant the silver one, he meant the gold one, the silver one shouldn't be hektish. Because we're saying, ba'ayin yafa, when a person declares something, it's not clear, he means the, the more expensive version. Okay, ve'alamai. So then we're sort of playing ping pong here, going back and forth. What are you going to say? Back to what we had originally thought, that when a person is maktish something, there's a little bit of lack of clarity. Ba'ayin raw maktish, that he, he, the assumption is he, he meant the cheaper, less expensive version. Well, keep reading in the Mishnah. Here's a line and a half uh, quote of the next case in the Mishnah. Last case, the uh, barrel. He says, Chavish shel yayin. The barrel of wine, Shitala Biyadi Rishain. And I pull up first, uh, and he goes down to the cellar, brings a barrel up, and oh my goodness, Fa'ala Shaman, it was actually a barrel of oil, Beishamay Arim Hektish. Now Beishamay said it would be Hektish, and again, the way the Bayez understand the Mishnah, Hektish means that barrel of oil will be Hektish. Now, if we want to say that when a person is Makhtish something that's buying in Ra'ah, well, wine is one thing, but oil in general is much more expensive. So why would his statement that the barrel that comes up first, if he means to do it by in raw, yeah, clearly he meant the wine, not the much more expensive oil. Okay, so we're kind of stuck. Well, not really, actually, because the Gemara says, if you want to say that that last issue, uh, the uh, barrel, whether it was a barrel of wine or a barrel of oil, that's not really like uh, kasha. That's not a difficulty for us. Rather, we're going to say that when a person is makdish, it is ba'ayin ra'ah. Well, then how can it be that uh, the uh, oil is going to be kadosh? Well, as we're talking about Galila shanu, it's in uh, northern uh, Israel in the Galilee. Dechamra adif mimashcha. Wine, I guess at that time, it was actually more valuable than the uh, oil. And that's why when he uh, had the oil, it really is ba'ayin uh, ra'a. And uh, at this point, we assume when a person is maktish, it's ba'ayin ra'a maktish. That's why the silver coin will be kadosh. That's why the barrel of oil, both of them worth less. The issue is, though, that the first case with the shore, reisha, that would be a kashal of chista. That would be uh, very difficult. Because in the reisha's case, the white one came out first, and uh, seemingly that's one will be kadosh. But the black one is... Um, 
less valuable, and uh, uh, we're going with when a person makdisham there makdisham ba'ayin ra. So how would Rav Chista answer this? Well, Rav Chista would say, when I, about 10 lines ago, says Rav Chista said, if you have a bunch of the animals and there's a black one amongst white, when it depreciates it, Amalek Rav Chista, Ki Amri, when I said what I said, that was sort of like, almost like an exception to the rule for a specific case, to Karmanoi. I was talking about the Karmanian type of cows were uh, actually the, uh, the, 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 the black ones um, are less Valuable. Okay. Period. Vamar of Chista, just in general, so you should know, when it comes to um, oxen, uh, different colors have different benefits uh, depending on what you want it for. Uh, Andalan of Chista's name, Uchma, the uh, black cows are fantastic. They're like the best for le mashre, for their skin, I guess, for the leather that they uh, have. Uh, sumka are red cows. Actually, great for paradumas, but uh, like a reddish cow, maybe a brownish type of cow is Labisre. They have the best meat. And Chivra, the white uh, bulls or cows, are actually best for Radia for plowing. Asks the Gemara, well, one second, how could Rav Chista say that? Vama Rav Chista, Uchma Bechivra Lakya. That if you have a dark one amongst the uh, white ones, it's inferior. Sounds like the dark one is inferior. Um, and uh, we had seen that that's not the case. So the Gemara answers, like we did up above, Ki Amri, when Rav Chista said what he said, he was talking about a specific exceptional type of um, bulls, Betura de Carmunoi, the Carmenian uh, bulls. That's where Rav Chista said that the Uchma is Lakya, uh, specifically like for uh, plowing, but for its skin, it's actually preferable. Adkan.